Are you in need of a grant writer? Look no more. My name is Alexis Williams, CEO of Grants by Lexi. I am a consultant who helps visionaries diversify their funding without the stress in politics. Give me a call at 214-994-9452 or email me at grantsbylexi at gmail.com or check out my website at grantsbylexi.now.site. Looking to hear from you soon. Hi there, I'm Brittany C. Leon, and I'm the certified grant writer, consultant, and principal of Write the Vision Plainly, LLC, a faith-based corporation not exclusive to faith-based organizations. I partner with nonprofit leaders, newly formed organizations, provide grant education and a grant readiness strategy. To learn more, visit https colon slash slash wtvpllc.now.site. And that stands for Write the Vision Plainly. And email me at wtvpllc at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing your story. You've been scribed by Lady Grant Scribes. Tune in every Friday at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. The champ is here! The champ is here! Tired of going down the black hole of grant research, only to become dizzy and confused? Don't know where or how to start? Looking to get into the grant profession? Need answers? What's true? And what's meant? How can I find a grant writer? Well, I'm glad you asked. Lady Grant Scribes started our podcast to be able to answer all your questions. To be your personal teachers and guides on what to do and how to do. We're going to give you all the secrets. That's right. All of the grant writers' secrets. Taking you behind the veil. The Lady Grant Scribes are here at your service. Tired of going down the black hole of grant research, only to become dizzy and confused? Don't know where or how to start? Looking to get into the grant profession? Need answers. What's truth? And what's myth? How can I find a grant writer? Well, I'm glad you asked. Lady Grant Scribes started our podcast to be able to answer all your questions, to be your personal teachers and guides on what to do and how to do. We're going to give you all the secrets. That's right. All of the grant writers' secrets. We're taking you behind the veil. The Lady Grant Scribes are here at your service. Hey guys, you're tuning in with Lady Grant Scribes with your girl Brittany C and Alexis. 
So I'm definitely excited about this episode, guys, because we is going to break down, like we said, go behind the veil. This is what we mean about going behind the veil with this episode. We are going to talk about how to break down grants properly, guys. When you see a grant opportunity, don't just get all glitty-eyed and glittery stars and be like, yes, this is for me, which it is for you. But and, make and sure you break <laughs> don't 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 bring our father into this as well like lord is that you you i know i know you (laughs) father i know you did this he's like no i I didn't do nothing no that's not me (laughs) guys i'm sorry not sharing my wonderful beautiful happy-go-lucky face today i just got a lot going on but i am also distraught and upset with this grant because this grant has been circulating around um and it's all good for those, let, let's put this disclaimer out there. For those who feel like this is going to meet their need, by all means, go after that particular grant. We're not going to say where this grant was cited, so don't ask us or don't email us and say where. We're not going to do that. Um, and we're not going to say who hosted this grant, who is the funder behind this grant. We're not going to say this, where site you can go to look for this grant or who hosted. Some people may know. Some people may not. We're not insinuating anything as far as that. And we're not going to put names out there to protect these people because innocent bystanders. And if you want to do this grant and you feel that it's it's great and it meets your needs, then all means do what good for you. Um, but for us, you know, in our community, sometimes things is targeted to us and we don't know how to break it down properly. Um, and this in general, just for people who don't know how to break certain grants down and you're just now getting into the industry, or you just don't know what to look for. You think it's a simple grant that you can apply on your own. Um, hey, that's all you need a grant writer. So we're going to talk about these grants that are, are venture capital opportunities hiding and exposing themselves as grants, not even a grant loan. Like they, they, they you know, or some of them may be hiding themselves as grant loans and um, grants, but they're not. They're just flat out venture capitals to get your tickle your fancy and say it's a grant to get you to be tantalizing to apply. And half of the time, you're not even going to be qualified for it. So it's really a waste of your time when you can put those efforts on writing out another grant that actually do what they say they're going to do and want to get you funded. So um, we're going to dive deep into this. Grants that say that there's venture capitals that try to hide and say that there's something else as far as the form of a grant or a grant loan. So me and Brittany came across this grant. Like, you know, we have alerts on different ones that's upcoming. Um, you know, we have our stuff, how we know how to research what we do because we're professionals in the game. Mm-hmm. People have been talking about this grant. Um, but when you read it, guys, like just some stuff is just common sense. And I had a red flag up as how, as far as this this specific grant or venture capital, because it's not a grant, but just for the sake of the show, we're going to say this alleged, I'm going to say alleged grant because it's really not, yeah, it's nearly not that, but that's what they called it, is targeting minority businesses. Yes, there's grants out there like Never Before Right Now because of the pandemic to help Uh, business grant you know business entrepreneurs but we know that most grant opportunities for nonprofit organizations there's some out there for 
businesses, but in our years of doing grants, there's always for nonprofits. Mm -hmm. But because of the pandemic, there is a lot out there right now for businesses to help you. So go, go get it. Go get your blessing. Yeah, go get your funding, right? But with this, it's targeting my community. And I'm not, you know, this is not to put, say, me and Brittany is racist or looking at this because we're not. I'm just saying the disenfranchised because you don't know. Um, Because of this need. Yeah. This is the need. Helping our people. Like we're saying, I, I see a red flag here. Let me show you what this is. Is not, you know, we're we're not trying to come off, you know, in the racial aspect, but it's like when you're being targeted or your people are being targeted and they don't know that, they're gonna also spread this around. And this is this is what's happening. Oh, this is a grant in the guise of venture capital. So this is this is a amazing opportunity. Get this, you know, get this while you still can. But at the at the same time, is it worth, you know, is it worth you being deceived? I don't think it is. Right. And when you're in a desperate place, like guys, we see the turn of what's going on. And let's say, and it's just not, you know, our community, meaning minorities, you know, like that's our community. Um, so like when you see um with everything that's going around in the economy, people in general, you know, can get desperate because they like, hey, they're looking for a way out to support their people not to be bondage by um, what's going on in society. And so when you're an entrepreneur, you put your all into your business, your sweat, tears, blood, people, you know, you, we've heard so many success stories of entrepreneurs like, Grant Cardone, who say, hey, I had to do this for my business, and I almost was homeless, or other entrepreneurs that have became homeless and, and did three different businesses and revamped themselves until they got it, believing in themselves, you would think they're like crazy doing something over and over and getting the same results as insanity, um, but they believe in themselves. And so like that being said, as an entrepreneur, you put your all in it, your sweat and tears. That's my point. And so when you're at a point that you know that you're on the verge of a breakthrough, you see scalability, but you just can't get the capital and resources. And we know that it's not easy for minorities to get funding, period. And we know all the laws and tricks that, it, um, you know, I love our country that the government set in place for that. We know that with laws in place where it's hard to get funding. They've admitted to that themselves and trying to put things in place to change that. And we appreciate that. Acknowledge your offense and your wrongs and change, right? But you have people that's targeting on the disenfranchised. Like you're sitting there like, oh, I know if I say this, because I know the pain point for them is this, that they don't get enough funding in their community for this. So I'm going to hide this and this as it's a free opportunity and pounce on the weed you know like we say that the rich keep getting richer and in my community we've been inventing things for years that has contributed to society that sometimes we don't even get recognition then later on it's like oh yeah by the way they did do this and we like we've been trying to tell you that and so yeah i wonder why we upset about certain things give us i do in history what we have done but we have been trendsetters creativity of new waves of new things and ideas and so with that being said million dollar trillion dollar um spending power if i create if i'm a trillion dollar spending power and i create something of value and i target that to that trillion dollar um spending power then of course i'm rich 
but I don't have the capital to do it. You're stopping me because if that happens, you know that I create wealth and you don't want that to happen. So let's, let's be realistic about that. I want other people to sell to our certain groups so they can get the money. And that's what that is. Like, let me steal your ideas while it's starting or intuition and you put in the work. Now I can take over your company, even vote you out. Like this, this is the thing. So reading is fundamental. So we're going to just, um, me and Brittany just going to jump into that. I just wanted to set that precedent. Guys, just be on alert of these things, learning how to read fundamental. And even like our ancestors told us in between the lines, um, when you hear certain things, read slowly, put it to the yeah. side, you have to take a pen out and checklist. I love, I me, I love reading. I read all day. Yeah. I read everything all day. Um, but at the same time, this is where it's fundamental because now you are plugging and playing certain clues and now you're, you're putting the pieces together yourself, yourself you're, you're figuring it out and you're like, oh no, this is not going to work for me. Because that's exactly um, what me and Alexis did. We applied for this alleged grant opportunity because we saw it in ourselves. Oh, what? They're giving away... Um, they're giving away uh, uh, 25K. They're giving this away. Like, sis, I'm on board. Let's get it. We were both encouraging each other, but when we- Yeah, tag teaming our businesses. Like, like, we're two different businesses and we're tag teaming ourselves as well as, guys, we have clients. We want them to apply too. We know yeah. aggressive competitive, but at the same time, let's let's just keep it real. Like anyone, if something competitive, you like, you're gonna tell your best friend, y'all gonna get it how you get it. Remember, there's 30 slots, and we're good enough grant writers that we know we can both be at the end of the um tunnel with that. Um, like we have our strengths and we have our weaknesses, and grants that's why we pull ourselves together. But at the same time, we like and we're gonna do our due diligence. And that's why we said we know how to take a grant and dissect it apart. And that's exactly to get what you need to get um, to so the competitiveness. To, uh, a brand is competitive. So you got to be able to have skills to break it down to really see what it's saying because you'll have something that says in the description, this is what the grant is. And then there's other underlining stuff behind that you have to find out and do clues and research and break definitions like, okay, so this is this, this, and this. Because if you didn't read that and do your due diligence, and you put the application in they're gonna be like next and sometimes these found these um funders put certain things in just see if you paying attention did you do your due diligence to throw you off your game and you thinking oh I, I got this so that's why you also need a grant writer you know but we're here gonna teach you some like we teach you some of the things until you actually taking you behind the veil this is what we fit to do and so the wonderful Brittany see here what she does like and look like break stuff down and then i'm like i'm gonna spot something off like hey, what, wait a minute let's see what this means and she's like yeah cool and then we like well wait a minute well we can still finesse this in our grant writing because we know how to do this but then as we kept going flag one flag two and then it was a necessary flag i would say a, a penalty on the um <laughs> like a yellow penalty where you're like oh, okay we they get a red card <laughs> it was too many flags but I'm saying in the beginning, and it start with that, we like, oh, this can be solved with this, right? That we, can be solved we were, with that. Uh, we were also trying to maneuver, because that's another thing, too. When they say one thing, 
and you're like, okay, well, this isn't the, the exact way I wanted to go. I can maneuver. I can switch this word. I know what they mean when they say. And so, you know, I could still find a way to make sure I win this grant because it's about, it's about persuasion as well. So we and we the language of that. your grant writer, because some of them they're more sophisticated and taught. You just can't say, "Well, I want to fund da da da." You have to finesse in your language and your lingo of how are you saying right. it because they necessarily don't want to say funding. They want to hear something, you know. And I know it's like bourgeois, but you know some stuff you like is the same thing. But that's the point of persuasive writing and being able to know your funders' language and speak their language. Right, right. So that you can get what you need to get. But like we said, we was like, we can maneuver this, da-da-da. But then we're like, wait, red flag. Then the next line, red flag, red flag, red flag. And then we was like, okay, nah, no, we're not about to apply for this. Yeah, we're not about to apply for this. This is nonsense. And then it made us start getting angry because we're like, they're targeting our people and not being upfront like certain things like oh you can be a new business like you know new ideas but then it's like oh we don't want you to be a new business wait a minute a new business if you say an idea or even based on some of the definitions of what they was doing it was just like and you guys we're gonna break this down and explain key um points and Brittany, i don't know we're gonna share the screen too to show certain key points we're still not exposing these people don't ask us no additional questions we're exposing but not exposing because like sometimes you don't know as the host of a grant that this grant is like this you're just trying to give many opportunities on the surface you know like i said a lot of people was fooled by this so it's just not the person that hosts this grant they just want to give many people many opportunities to get funded, you know, to fit their narrative like, hey, these opportunities so you can be aware and alert. You know, it's a lot. Of grant. There's a lot of grants people out there. So it's hard to filter every single one to be, you know, on their, you know, to see how they was, you know, thinking on this. But at the same, and, and a lot of people got tricked with, with the, the title. And of course, if you're looking for stuff that you want to serve as a lot of communities that they can be eligible for this grant, you're excited to bring it to them so they can get funded because you know people need help out here. But certain grant writers are not foundations or less, AKA, let's say not foundations because this is the alleged grant, right? Alleged foundations because this is a venture capital. So I don't even want to talk about founders or funders or foundations because this is what this was not. They, it's a venture capital. Um, went under the guise of sponsor. So there is a such thing as sponsor when, it, when we get into corporate sponsorships, that is your sponsor. But they, but even with that, they're, they're not like, it's not a way that they're giving this to you with no strings attached. They are, they, although they call themselves sponsors, they're not really sponsors because a sponsor will sponsor you, not, uh, you know, will give you the money and then tell you how to spend it and then look over your shoulder and like dictate to you 
what you can and cannot do with the allocated funds that they provided. That's yeah, and because you're is. when you're doing a sponsor, you're telling them what you need. Hey, I need your help. Can you sponsor me with this project here? This is a project idea. I need X, Y, Z. You give them the budget. They go see if they have it. Like, okay, we definitely want to see you reach these kids by us sponsoring this. This is going to help you. All they need to count up to see that you did what you did. Right. You have to show them, yes, we service this kids that we said. Here's the stuff. See, pictures is in the place where we said it's going to be. Um, Because sometimes your sponsors are giving you in-kind donations and sometimes they give you a mixture. So it's like, yes, we done what you said we're going to do. We got this in-kind and this money for this or this internet. Let's say it's computers. You showed them, they gave you some computers and they gave you a check so you can get internet service. You're showing them, you're showing them the bill, you're showing them kids using it. You're showing like the assessment of how many kids in that demographic that you did. They're excited that's accountability but they're not telling you when you you telling them this is going to take me a year to do this project they find it out over your shoulder but they're going to be at the end like okay it's a year let me see what you yeah. did what did that's, you do or yeah it's not like look the same as when you mm-hmm. first started they're going to say well what did you do with the money did you even spend it like what's this so that's that's another thing and you can be in communication with them hey it's gonna take us longer than i thought to get this project and you're giving them s you're keeping them updates so they say okay i see that this person has to build this out and because we do know like covid hit they know that it's maybe a delay from when if you asked for it beforehand and this situation came they know that you and you're letting them know keeping them in the loop they understand that but it's not whereas I'm telling you something, <laughs> you know, and, and just like, hey, because with the grant, that does with a grant, no, because how are you gonna be a sponsor in a grant? Now, if you say I'm sponsoring you free education on something and I'm granting you this money, a grant is just that. I'm awarding you this grant based on your need. You say this to do what you say you're gonna do, and you're gonna spend it according to what you said you need it for. Not me saying, forget what you just told me that you need it for and what you're going to spend it for. I'm going to come in and dictate to you and tell you what you need to spend it for so I can get money. So (laughs) which a grant is not going to do that. And you're not going to have to guys pay taxes on a grant. So that's that's another thing. But I'll go ahead and share the screen so you'll see what we're what we're talking about. I'm like, I hope my audience, our audience is not like... uh, yeah, whatever they 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 all they do is talking. So um are we showing you this <laughs> proof is in the pudding? Like we this is really us telling you the stuff we encounter, like we told you guys. We want to take you behind the um the veil. So, so like we were saying, it basically is one of those things. If you know, you know. Mm-hmm. We're not we're not out here saying names. We're not slandering people. We just did our research behind this to tell you. So the first thing was it this this uh, submit date has already passed. Obviously, um, it's November fifteenth, but this one was on November tenth, twenty one, at six p.m. Central. I'm sorry, Eastern Standard Time, which is five p.m. Central Standard Time, where we are. So, of course, I I blotted out the um, name of where this is, because like I said, if you know, you know, but other than that, it's telling you 
that it's in a bank overseas, basically. And whenever, um, whenever I looked into this, I looked into the part where it's, it's telling you where this is located. That's why I have here bank in Switzerland, because it is a bank in Switzerland. And, but, you know, compared to the U.S. So here, this is what we were talking about. It wants to know, it's letting you know um, if you're eligible, like they're saying specifically um, that you need to be an entrepreneur, a leading executive, and they define that as a founder and or president, CEO, CFO, COO, or any such similar title. So that's, that's one thing be a for-profit company. And for those of you all who don't know, it's the companies that are, they are the uh, kind of opposite of nonprofit. Nonprofit comes only strictly on donations. For-profit doesn't have to. It's just like a regular business where you go in, you, you know, you, they have products, you spend the money for the products. That's how they keep their business afloat. Our services, you know, at nonprofit organizations, like we tell you, is similar to a business. But the only thing with that is that you're, you're receiving profits that's going back into the organizations to fund your mission and to do what needs to be done. You're not pocketing that as a profit. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's called nonprofit. No profits that you're receiving because all that fund is going back into the organization to fund what it needs to um, be funded. And we're not saying, because some of y'all say, well, um, you know, I work for a nonprofit. Yeah, that's, you're getting paid that's for service, but you're not profiting. Like the organization itself is not profiting that they're making a profit every month and they splitting that with everybody. No, um, it's a profitable business is getting profit. So you're lucrative and you're profitable. Mm -hmm. And so that's what this is. This is for profitable businesses. You need to be 18 years of age. And if you in these other situations, 19, if you, you know. These other states here. But yeah. Here's, where, here's, here's the thing that, that we were like, all right, red flag penalty. Because it says have a venture scalable or venture viable product or idea. Put highlight that. No, we want to let, let's go up a little wanna, bit. Wait, so wait, it says have at least so one. It's saying it's saying this. Keep put a pin here, put a ribbon there, idea, because I'm gonna show you where it contradicts. But before I do that, as you see here, if for those of us who don't know what this means, venture scalable mm -hmm. is an early stage investment and operating firm. Venture viable product is a product with enough features to attract early adopter customers and validate a product idea early in the product development cycle. But if you don't know this, if you're saying, oh, I'm a venture viable or venture scalable company, I, you know, this is what I have. That's a part of you being a target. Even if you don't, that that's, you know, this is what, this is what they're saying. So here, um, well, let, what, wait a minute, Brittany, let me give a definition. And even before that, because there are some other clues before that, where it says have at least one woman identified founder. Now remind you, if we go back at the top where they did the spiel of minority owned businesses, you know, I, I, I want y'all to make a key little cool markers. 
Hold on. Because that's when the, it's that's on the other page, but I'll I'll go to it. This yeah, because I want to I want to highlight that and then this come is back to talking about right here, guys. This is what so this is the juice that they put out there. So I wanted y'all to see this because this is what you get. Then because we're diving into the deeper research, mm -hmm. but this is to the naked eye when you first seen it. It says female founders of color have historically been denied equitable access to uh capital of uh of all forms black and latina um female founders continue to serve as less than one percent of venture capital keyword that venture capital but the um fund scouts that entrepreneurs of color face start for far before they prepared to raise their first venture round nearly 40 percent of early stage entrepreneurs raise uh, initial funding throughout a type of investment known as, you know, different um, investments, guys, is telling you that uh, an average investment amount is 23000 So they're making theirs look so delicious and great where they like, oh, the average, and that's a pain point. And anything you market, you're going to put a pain point and you're going to say, this is what I'm answering. This is a need. Black people or minorities need funding. Now, I, I, the black and Latino female. Now, guys, this is this is like if you don't know certain things, you'd be like, huh? So um, keep that in mind. And then they tell you 23000 but they're making themselves look good and say, see, the average investment uh, amount is 23000 but we're giving you more than the average. We're giving you twenty five. Then it goes into the racial um, wealth gap. And all of those things, that's why I said a target on our people because you're selling them. You're like, wow, this is great that they're doing that and wants to do X, Y, Z, right? So you're thinking, great. And so then we start to break this down more and this lingo tends to be not what it says to be. Now, remember guys, it did says like women, but we're going to get later on and some key points about that woman thing that really taking your funds away from you because we already know who's really most likely is going. So based on what they did, you like, it's really not targeting minority uh, women, but we, we going to dig a little bit more. Um, so Brittany mentioned earlier about the variable and if you don't know what that means they gave you a little snippet so you're gonna have to go to the viable product you gotta say okay i got a product i know it's scalable remember if i'm a new business and i have an idea i'm a new business now we know the definition of a new business is a business that is at least a year or less older you consider a new business right you could just got your stuff and you have a week of sales you consider a new business, correct? But they'll tell you, you know, we don't want new businesses, but this is not what you're saying. So remember that. So it's like early stage. If I'm at the early stages, I've just begun. You may be a weekend, a month in, or however, but you're, you're new. So, but a venture viable product, they gave you a short definition like Brittany had read, but then it says a key thing for you to know, like it says early product development cycle in industries such as software so when you go a minimal viable product or mvp is a product with enough features to attract early adopted customers know that they put that there right and validate a product idea early in the product development cycle 
And they don't tell you, they stop there and give you that. But when you go look up, hey, they got this definition straight off from the product plan. And it tells you what it is. It says an industry such as software. So if I'm a business and I just started off and say, it didn't tell you software business. It didn't say that at the top where me and Brittany chose when they told you the pain points and they showed you all of that. They didn't say that. Now, this is some things that Brittany found like on facts and questions. So when you go and then they give you yeah. uh, FAQs. So here's another thing. Actually, this one here where, where I have the definition here, I actually Google that um, just so I can put it here for you all to see our audience that this is what venture scalable, venture viable product is. So let's go, okay. So idea, right? I told you to put your ribbon there, put a pin there. Let's, uh, you know, let's go into that definition there. Whenever they, because uh, this is what, this is what Alexis was getting to, where it was talking about software or internet-based product, but they hardly mention that over here in the requirements. So let's go to the idea. They didn't mention it in the narrative. Because if I have a grant and I'm looking for minority women-owned businesses that are breaking into the software industry, they'll say that. Now, IT or, or STEM research, minority um, businesses, that's not, they're usually a grant is specific on the narrative of who they're targeting for this grant. So that, don't you think that's valuable if, of, if that's the main definition of what you're looking for? Why wouldn't you say that? Yeah, so, so like I was saying for the idea, it said in this, this is a requirement. It says have a venture scalable or venture viable product or idea. But in the frequently asked questions, the question is, can I apply if I have an idea for a new company? No, this funding is for existing and established companies as outlined in eligibility criteria, not new ideas. But this is your eligibility criteria, but you're saying that I, I, it's okay if I have an idea. An idea could be new. It could be an extension of something that you already have in your, on your company. And remember, guys, I just told you the definition of a new company is a company, because everybody knows you usually a company after three years they say you see a profit in your company so anywhere from zero to starting up to a year is a new company you know it still classifies that that's why you see most minimum things at least be in business for two years because you don't got up the hump of being a new business you kind of really know your processes in the second year you're changing up stuff that really worked didn't work um how you can be better and then the third year you should be um, like they say, turning a profit. And most people can do that within a year going into the two year. So, but that being said, a new idea is a new idea. They, the definition of this is said a new idea or system or um, technology. So what's the, because as we go even further in that definition, it's the version of a new product that allows a team to collect the maximum amount of validated learning about customers with the least amount of effort, a company might choose to develop and release a minimal variable product because its product team wants to release a product to the market as quickly as possible. Mm -hmm. So that you do your needs assessments and research in the beginning, right? As a new company, you can do that within a week or a month before you even start your business. Usually people do that. They get their business plan. 
I have this business idea. They get the business plan. They do a little research on what is this. I want to sell hats that tap, do this or shoes that can turn into boots and can clap this onto this. That's a new idea or new innovative technology and shoes that no one has seen because you can take off with any pair of shoes and turn it into a boot. If that's your idea, that can still be innovative technology. So um, if you did your due diligence and your research, you already did that. So then you became a business because you know you can sell it and you've seen who your target audience. You can do that. And, and be in business for at least a week with your business name registered EIN, but you've already did that part. So with that being said, they wasn't honest with that. So that's the also, number one fl flag number one. Here's the thing that caught my attention, how to enter. It's telling you that you have to go to the bank in Switzerland, create an account if you haven't, and complete and submit the application. But here's the thing about grants. Grants don't typically go through a bank. You go through a, uh, a founder. You go through an organization and you go through a corporate sponsor to get to to get the funding allocated for your project or your program. So this this was uh, a red flag to me because it's just like, OK, you partner with this bank in Switzerland. And now I not only have to have to have an account with you, the host of this uh, of the site for this alleged grant, but I also have to create a, an account with the bank in Switzerland. And right, it's not local. Now there's some banks like Bank of America and others have done minority grants and things like that. There's sponsorship of that grants. They're in partnership with another founder, excuse me, or they make one themselves. But if it's a US grant and targeting US people, it's, it's local. Yeah. Um, and you don't give too much information about this bank which is you know and um even for the other entry terms is letting you know after entry has been submitted it can't be modified in any way and the sponsors are not responsible for any delay entry incomplete entry or entry not received recognized or accepted for any reasons so they're even telling you that there like if something were, even if the, even if it was their fault and you wanted in, you just missed out because, because of that. So it's just, um, it's just. And that was, the, that's another flag. So why are we going here? Now, don't get me wrong. I love the Switzerland people. Swiss, you know, when you're doing your money as an investor and over there, you get good return on certain things. They that's all great. When it comes to that. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're really good with that. So that's not the the um really the issue at hand, you know, like, but it's still like eye raising, right? And so then you have to see what are their practices with grants if they're gonna be the funder funding you. What do they say with certain things? Because it even get into um you, you know, you gotta pay back and certain not like pay back, but I mean like um it gets into the also, they get into the fact of saying that um, they're going to do a brief interview with you, all of those things, which is fine because they need to know who you are. You need to know who they are, right? But it goes also in saying that, hey, this money really ain't guaranteed to you that you apply, you know, if you win. This is if you win, you win. If they consider you a winner, they say anytime they can take this money back. Yeah. So where is that a grant? So this, uh, cause grants, 
are given to you and you don't have to pay them back and the funder doesn't do this thing oh here's a grant award congratulations 24 hours later so we made a mistake in rewarding you we're gonna need back that money and even if they do it they they're gonna just they're gonna allow you to keep it because a mistake was on their end you're probably not gonna know if it was uh, a mistake on the funders end and they're not going to take that back they'll just you know should that happen they'll just be more mindful next time about who they who they have in the pot or who they're trying to give funds for in the pot that's it so they're they're um never going to take back what they gave you and you don't have to pay it back and there's no taxes on it but here's what i here's what i found interesting um up here it said that the entrance with the highest score and they call it grant recipients. Um, you know, you'll be notified in 60 days of the program, like after, after they close. So this would be, um, they just closed in November. So this won't be again until January, 2022, when they choose who they want to invest in. And then um, here it says <laughs> sponsor, which is the bank in Switzerland. And their designated agencies reserve the right in their sole discretion to conduct a brief interview for the entrant uh, for, oh, you said that. And the sponsor reserves the right to not reward any grants if their sole discretion, they do not receive any suitable entries. No details of the deliberations or individual entries will be revealed to the entrants or to the public. So, so suitable entries. Let's start there. Well, I'm a suitable entry if you're laying out the details of what I need to apply for. So why would that's an oxymoron? Suitable you're entries, telling you're telling me I'm suitable because you're giving me the criteria to be a suitable candidate for this grant. Now, this yeah. bank looks like it's not liable to me because at the end of the day, if they're investing into you like this is supposed to be a grant that whoever this is putting on but they're saying our sponsor that's awarding this grant or giving the funds for this is saying that um you know they reserve the right not to award any grants like so pretty much i put this out here but it may not be guaranteed if this say they don't have suitable people well wouldn't you ask what their suitable requirement is so you can what meet you that so here? Because that's what the funder states every single time. And here's here's what you'll see. This grant is for, um, just as an example, this grant is specifically for the youth, for children's ages 7 to 11. This grant is, uh, is um, targeted to those of LGBTQ community who um, who lost their homes or their life when they, you know, when they um, decided to e express themselves to their family, things like that. They're telling you already up front who their audience is. They're already telling you this is what our target is. They're already telling you that in the funder. The, that's what the funder tells you when they put the grant out, not by the way, we're not going to tell you who our target audience is, but if you're suitable, we'll take you on. And if we're not, you'll never know. They, you know, and you don't get no do explanation. That. So you really can't, um, how can I say, appeal the decision? You won't know that or say, or say, hey, I applied for this grant. This was the qualifications it said, and I did everything. And this bank 
is not awarding me what they said they're going to do because you have to be accountable what you said you're going to do when you put it out there but they got this little they didn't put disclaimer this is just like hey our sponsors reserve the right like hey we putting this out here but our sponsors is this this bang and they reserve the rights to award whoever they want to um award at their discretion if they feel like it's suitable we putting this in our tier but if they don't still think it's suitable no and we don't have to give you an explanation whatsoever on the decision to you privately or publicly we don't even have to go publicly to let you know why we chose um so then it says each grant recipient must be required to execute and return to sponsor an affidavit of eligibility, liability. So see, you have to say you're liable. So they don't have to do that because you're going to sign this waiver here that say you're liable for not giving a money because you wasn't eligible. <laughs> affidavit of eligibility. So wait a minute. You said if I'm not suitable... See how the oxymorons, guys, these red flags, you just stated, if I wasn't suitable, you have our right to not reserve the right to give me any funding if I don't meet your criteria. What is that? Because you've already listed it here under my understanding with this grant. And that's why I'm applying to see, first I did the check based on what you said in the other wording that, okay, I'm eligible. But if I don't do this due diligence here, like me and Brittany saying, going through all this um, to make sure, because you're just thinking on face value, you're eligible. You're a minority business. If you're Black or Latino, woman-owned business, that's at least one. So let's not discourage that because if, if you and your husband own something together and, and y'all have other men working and you're the only woman, but if you're in a seat of power, maybe a construction or maybe a technology company that suitable for the needs of men or advance certain things in science or whatever because remember it's technology software or y'all creating a software for construction but you and your husband own that business you can apply per se let's say per se because when we dig more you'll see the other red flag but remember guys red flag red flag you're suitable but this grant is supposed to tell you the requirements and now you got to do an affidavit to to say oh if i don't meet the requirements such and such that's on me liable release and we're lawful public release collective release um within 48 hours after the sponsored notification so see guys this is protect them remember them not you yeah the funder is you don't need whenever you go through a grant they're never gonna make you liable for for the money if you misuse the money after awarded they they like for next year they're not going to fund you again and you may be blacklisted but that's as far as that goes they're never going to make you well it depends if it, like that yeah but it depends as if it's a federal grant guys because you got to say federal money you don't play around with but so that's- but it's based again though it's be- it's because they have told you in plain sight why are you applying for a grant guys that you you're not eligible for and then you'd be like well they told you exactly what they need and then you take the money and do something crazy or say well because of this that is on you you're liable but they did their due diligence of saying this is what we require you lied and said that you did on this because when you exchange this and apply you're in agreement to this it's almost like a, a mini contract you're in agreement when you apply to say i am i am in agreement i meet all these needs it's just like when you do a job application you get fired 
if I say I need, I'm looking for someone that does can wash windows, that can dust, that can can cook, and you know you can you can do everything but cook. And when it comes to like I have this dinner party, and I'm looking for this caliber of cook to do the rest and pay X amount of dollars, and you can't do it. When you get fired, that's you lied on your application. You said that you could do these duties. You saying that you meet this requirement. And when you don't, you're liable. But what they're, they're trying to do is say, I don't want you to come back and sue me because I promise to give you this amount of money if you meet the requirement. And you know you did. You put everything based on what they say. So they're going to award you within 48 hours, even though this is another contradictory. <laughs> because when then they say like 60 days and they say something like 60 days so here's this yeah, they them. tell you that they're going to notify you in 60 days and I even um I even have it on here I believe it's on here where it tells you when that is January no it has to be on here at the bottom where it says you won't hear from us until January 2022 they don't give you a date but they they say that January in the year 2022 yeah because it said within four i guess so they're going to notify you that you won but they're not going to release the fund in 60 days okay but still like that but why this is a potential grant recipient can be located or does not respond within the 48 hours of sponsored notification or the potential grant recipient rejects the grant so guys you have 48 hours to reject that that grant so like we said is saying that you'll be notified in within 60 days, but they also mentioned the 48 hours part, which to me throws me off because so are you gonna um are you gonna um message me or notify me in two days or two months? Which one is it? Yeah, because that's what I said. Like they probably say in 60 days they're gonna award you, but guess what, guys? See, even the contradictory of that, they tell you 48 hours because if you don't respond in 48 hours or you, they're going to look at that as you rejected the grant. Recipients, the grant or fails to complete the release without the allotted time period, the grant will be forfeited and may be awarded to the alternative grant recipient who is the entrant with the next highest ranking, entry from, um, from among all remaining eligible interest so it's pretty much the ranking system whoever's next in line so on so on and so on but really that's not really what it is when you're looking at venture capitalists whoever has the best return on my rate of investment that i want to give and because i know i'm going to manipulate that i'm going to need you to do a release so i'm not liable you're liable and i can just go back and say that you didn't meet my requirement. The funders say you didn't meet the requirement when you met the requirement based on this grant. You see, guys, the, the plan, the mind games with you, like it doesn't matter if you fill out this. So pretty much red flag. So what we have so far, and Brittany's going to go a little further. So let's recap. So thus far, they don't lie to you and acted like they can just go ahead and give you more than the standard average investment we're going to give you 25k well really we're not are we well we're going to say (laughs) that we are we're going to say that we are and if you don't meet our standards according to the bank then we can take it back at any time and we don't want to get sued or this exposed uh so what you really need to do really we're not a grant 
we just know that you you people in this demographic love free stuff sometimes. So we gonna lie about this. So we gonna lie and say we're gonna give you twenty five thousand. Um, pretty much we're not. If your company doesn't line up with the software that they didn't tell you in the beginning that you got to be a software company, um, they got to be a minority owned business uh, company because we're gonna expose that further down too when we get into that even more. So, so it's really not for minority uh, women. Now they said in the beginning, black and Latino women, or um, at least one woman, black or Latino woman that's in the company, right? So that's fair. Still targeted to minority women, right? In the company to help their company. Um, but we're gonna find out those are lies too. So they're not giving you 25,000. You're going to be liable. They taking out the liability for themselves. Um, so you got to do this waiver. If you don't do it, you forfeit it. And even in that, we still have the right to tell you, you still didn't meet. You can still sign an affidavit and we can still come back and tell you, you didn't meet our requirements. So here's where it gets into the venture capital part. It says, um, receive up to two hours of supporting coaching by Bank of Switzerland and or designated agencies for the period of time to be confirmed by the grant recipients are announced by the virtual coaching program. So here's the definition of venture capital. I'm gonna read this. Brittany, before before you get into the definition, now remember guys, when we think about investors, I want y'all minds to think about investors. When we think about Shark Tank and investors, we see it all the time. For those who kind of don't know, what do you see on the show? I'm coming on this show. I want to seek your investment of $50,000 for 20% stake in my company. And you have all the Shark Tanks there. Either all the Shark Tanks may say, you know what, we'll give you that, but we want 30%. And then me and Lori or me and Mark Cuban is going to go in together on this deal. And so they're going to split their money. Now, look at all these people that's added. It told you designated agencies for a period of time. What do you mean period of time? So that means it, it didn't specify how long. It said period. Um, agencies for a period of time to be confirmed by the time the grant recipient are announced. So they're going to announce to you who these agencies, they may not line up with your mission and your vision. They're going to choose what agencies to teach you. They said them or agencies. And that means that's more than one people invested. Now you got the other people invested, the the their sponsored bank, that's two, and these other agencies, and you don't know how many. So these are combined investors working together. So keep that in mind when Brittany read this this definition. So here, this this is what we were saying how it's it came to venture capital because they kind of slide that in without explaining it. So from Investopedia.com, here's what they say that, and I'm going to read this whole thing. What is venture capital? Venture capital or VC is a form of private equity and a type of financial uh, financing, I'm sorry, investors provide to, to start up companies. What did we just say about the minority companies? When you're, when you're just 
getting your foot out there when you're a new company. So but they lied and told you guys that it wasn't started. Remember, they say you can't be under the FAQs. Yes. You can't be a new company or a startup. Remember, I said a, a startup company is anywhere from zero to a year, but they say you got to be pre-existing. They do. And um, to continue on, um, and small business companies that are believed to have long-term growth potential. Venture capital generally generally comes from well-off investor investment banks because it's a bank in Switzerland that's doing this, this, this and a sponsor. Any other um, and any other financial institutions that would be right here. That would be the agent or the agency agencies that, that they, they have told you. in accordance yeah. with this bank. However. It does not always take monetary form. It can be provided in the form of te technological or managerial expertise. What did they say about the two-hour class? They're going to help you with that. But in this case, it is about technology and software. Um, to continue on, venture capital is typically allocated to small companies with exponential growth potential or companies that have grown quickly and appear poised to continue to expand. That's, and that's what they're looking for when they told you, and the, we're looking for companies to um, expand. And we're going to prove where they put that at. And so in layman's term, they just finally, without all that jargon, they finally came out and just said, in other words, this is what we're looking for. We're looking for a company is scalable. And we know that based on the clues, they're looking for a tech company or a company that has software that is scalable, um, that's been in business for a while, um, that they can see a return of investment because they're investing that 25 and it's just not the bank. It's just agencies uh, and them. And they're going to be rocking with you with the period of time. And it's not to expand. It was to tell you how to spend that money. Because if I invested in you, I'm going to tell you how I want you to spend this money so I can get a return on my investment. Right. To continue on, although it can be risky for investors who put up funds, the potential for average returns is attractive payoff for new. No, above average returns. So that little twenty-five thousand, because Brittany uh, slowed off on that, were above average of returns. Above average. So that means, again, remember they quoted to you twenty-three thousand is the average <laughs> investment. And so they're letting you know we're doing above the average investment of 25. So if I'm doing 25K, they want the average above average return. So they're like, I did the above average investment. So of course I want the above average return on my investment. And guys, I'm sorry, it's not funny, but this is the trickery. It, it returns as attractive payoff for new companies or ventures that have a limited operating history under two years see the oxymoron new companies mean a year or less i told you guys that but they come back and still say well we don't want you to be a new company they don't know what they want at this point Cause, no because they keep contradicting themselves i told you but they say you can't be a new company but according to this definition and what you're doing because you fit this it says under two years so that's a year zero to a year um, venture capital is increasingly becoming a popular, even essential source for raising money. 
especially if they lack access to capital markets. Boop, boop, boop. Who lacks that? Who's my target market? Minorities. Because you lack this access and it says it become essential. So it's so essential that you won't even be able to do business if you're not having investors or, or people to do. They know that. And it's easy for them to steal your ideas because you got great ideas and I can make money off of you. What if you had a million dollar idea? What if you're giving them 50, half of that or, or, or more than half and you not capitalize on it because they say, well, you don't have the money. It's just like with the bank. You can't go to the bank and tell them, give me these requirements for money because they have the money they're going to tell you the rate of return that they want their investment back in the interest level and what you can do or if you qualify now you can walk and say well that's outrageous or you can feel like well this is all I have you got to get where you get and they know that people are not going to traditional banks so pretty much the wealthy keep getting wealthy people and if you don't know this or come together as small business owners um with economics like i said and it's better in a partnership business than a sole partnership you have the cost and you make it more because it's it's two ideas and things of that nature coming together so bank loans or other debt instruments the main downside is that the investors usually get equity Bing, bing, bing. They didn't tell you they was getting it, but that's the downside. Thus, a say in the company decisions. You're thinking, I'm, I'm getting this grant for 25K. You say you're helping me, meaning you're thinking, wow, I'm getting 25K. They're going to pour knowledge into me to, to see my company grow. That's a part of the grant. They're invested just, you thinking, they're invested as far as their grants is want to see you grow, which you would think, yeah, you give me 25K, you want to make sure that I'm using this wisely as far as growth with this because that's the problem in my community and maybe because I don't have lack of resources or a mentor. So you're thinking, I'm getting that mentor knowledge. I have the money to expand my brand, my business. Great. No, um, home chick, girl skillet, homeboy, home you going to have to... <laughs> yeah home slice skillet you gonna have to i'm giving you 25k above remember the average investment so i can get above <laughs> the average return <laughs> and i get to say what i need to say in your company and i get equity that's the whole point of invest i just told you like short things they like give i want 20 percent equity stake in your company that mean they ain't going away they get 20 percent for whatever their investment they get a return on their investment what they put that's how the rich keep getting money guys they invest in other business brands and company in their portfolio we've seen that on shark tank this is what this is they're not giving so they need to stop saying that this is a grant or a even a grant loan this is really what this is, a flat out business loan that I can tell you how to dictate so I can get my money back. This now, Brittany, can you do. grant, you know, this is what grants do. Like it's given to you because you put in the work to get a proposal. Doesn't need to be paid back. You need to allocate funds. True. But it's, they're not, no funder that I know that gives grants is saying, oh yeah, by the way, I want a 35% uh, shareholder in your company. I want 35% of whatever you sell or make or what off your consulting services, whatever it is. A funder is never going to say that. They're going to say, based on this proposal, you fit the requirements, boom, here's the money. Now, in um, 
in 12 years or, or however they have either by uh, their fiscal year, whatever that is, in 12 months for the year, some, some is as, as little as six months. Wherever they tell you that, hey, we need to see what you spent the money on, then you need to give that to them. But that's as far as they'll take it. They're not trying to have a stake in your company. They're not. Yeah, you, yeah, and, and you just read a, if you got to go through all these hoops and not know how much, because listen, they didn't tell you what equity that they get in equity, but based on the venture capital that they say that they are and investors, that that's exactly what they're going to get. So they didn't even tell you. So you don't even know how much equity you're giving up and how much, how long they're going to be in your company because they say you give up decisions. So now they're making the decisions for you, right? That could be a week. That could be for the for a period of, of time. Your period uh, of duration time. of your company. That could be 50% equity, 10%, 99.5%. That could be anything. And I wanted, this is what we were pointing out as well. Each grant recipient is responsible for all, um, is responsible for all applicable federal, state, and local taxes. Why would that be so on a grant? You wouldn't pay taxes on a grant. If any, um, if any, as well, other costs and expenses associated with grant acceptance is used not specified for these official rules. That's a lie too. <laughs> Why would you have to pay taxes? If that were the case, no one would be getting grants. I, I'm just being serious. In, in the state of Texas where we live, we already paying, um, we already pay state taxes. I don't think we pay federal here. So no, we don't pay federal, but we pay state. But, right. but guys, Brittany, I want you to rewind. Rewind before you get to chewing them up because I know it made us mad. But if any, like if if there's going to be any taxes, why would you even put this if, if it was going to be some? Because if it's not going to be none, you don't need to put this. Right. As well as any other costs and expenses associated with the grant acceptance. So that means you're going to be putting out some more money. Because why would you tell me if in any other costs and expenses associated with so pretty much again guys let's go back to even this definition this is an investor think about shark tank remember when they say hey give me 30 30,000 for 20 percent stake they're like well are you crazy these people they laugh at they say this is gonna to get a wine and, and to to pick the winery and to do these things because you don't know it's gonna cost more money we're gonna have to give you at least 50k to do this so me and such and such are come in with 40 percent of stake in your company and we want this assignment so that means you got to pay us up front after the first year and then we get the 40 percent stake because we know we got to invest more money so that's pretty much what that is yeah we're going to give you 25k tell you what we need to do if you're scalable if we think we need to put more money to get more money back fast yes yeah. so they're going to give you more money but you got to pay back the taxes and do this. And so you don't even know the equity. And usually, guys, when a lot of these companies come together, if it's a bank, again, there's usually at least, at least six investors. Think about when you see Shark Tank up there. How many people up there, when they come into this, they do it together, these two to three. A lot of them don't like to work with a lot of people because it can get hectic. A lot of those investors just want one to two. But as you said, they said agencies that they de deem necessary. So banks get money from other people 
and this is an investor bank, they're going to get money from other agencies. And so then they have what they want to see a return. If I say I want 5%, this other person say 10%, then now you're looking at 60%, 70% when you add all our percentages. So each person can get what they feel they want because they're investing whatever dollars. And you can't say yay or nay. And you don't sign a waiver that I'm liable to have to pay this extra money or any taxes on anything else because they give you anything else is considered a gift. You still got to pay taxes on that. And, and this is where um, for the bank in Switzerland, this is this is what why they're specifying that because what they're what they're saying is we are only liable for the money part. We're going to give you the money part. Taxes, expenses, anything else, that's on you. And this affidavit proves <laughs> that, that you sign, you're responsible for it. So, you know, that's just another thing to look out for. In and these rules. And they say grant acceptance and use not specific in the official rules. What official rules? Because you're even telling me with this that you don't get your sponsor can say this is not his official rules at any time and don't have to say public or none to you. So there's none. There's no official rules. So they can make up the rules as they go. Basically. And oh. here's another um, here's another thing to look out for that we saw. No entrant or officer may release on their own or through a third party any publicity or other materials regarding their participation in the program without the sponsor's consent. Why would that be? And they tell you that you have to give them consent to put your face and likeness and, and uh, that you that you participated with them. So pretty much you can't use theirs without their consent, And but they have the right once you accept and win this money and sign that waiver that they can plash your face a, a video everywhere that they gave your company info and all of that pretty much so they can do it to you you can't do it for them and this is a part that i found interesting the governing law the that's that's all we need to go through the first two delaware law that's all you need to know why because like what what i was saying earlier about us being in the state of texas this is not even in accordance to texas state law so, so for that reason, yes, they're saying it's in the U.S., but they're also telling you that it's everything, if anything were to happen, suing anything, they would do it by Delaware's law. If anything were to happen, you, you have to go throughout that state's laws in order to, um, you know, if should anything happens, that's where you would go. That's where you would sue. And then on top of that, if you're you're in a state like Texas, we don't, you know, we know everything about Texas law. We don't know really nothing unless we look at it, Delaware law. So again, unless you're from Delaware, then you just you just won't know. And then they also talk about arbitration as well. <laughs> and they say Y'all, if this is a grant funder where have what grant have you seen this on like oh because i don't do this is a business doing a business transaction and a play on words grants mean free money right or a gift so they're giving you a gift but on tax purposes yeah. gifts have to be paid back grants don't and you don't have to do taxes off of um because you're non usually non is like you don't have to pay that 
tax exempt for nonprofits, 501c3. You but if you're a business, I understand that, but even still in certain states that you are because it was a grant given, grants are not to be paid back or whatever. Um, yeah, you might not have to pay taxes and you may still have to pay taxes on this, but where did they talk about this extra money? Remember, investors do that because they want to see the return on their investment. They don't want to go more than what they have to. They even told you that make sure you don't have to go up on your product. And if your software is um botched or glitches when they use it or look at it, then that's your fault. You that's your fault. So you can be in the process. They done spent money on you, then you have to pay that back. And they're gonna say, Oh, well, it's your fault because your stuff is is messed up. And you're like, No, it's not messed up. Other people up because we deem so remember they can change the rules at any time because we govern and deem so you got to pay us money and we're moving on to the next person so not only am i messing with minorities putting them in a worse state because i can change the rules at any time i can just say well we gave you this to do this and you need to i want your company so that's another way let's say your company has potential and you haven't maximized but i can say you didn't you didn't follow the rules um, so we disqualify you and you're responsible for the taxes on this and paying our money back. So now you, you, and that, then you even st just started out, oh, we can wipe this away if you give us your company. Uh, and then next other company has potential 25. Okay. We gave you more than that. We gave you 60 or hundred to start your company. So now we own 80% because of what we invested in there. And, or we're going to buy your company out and we'll just sit you there to run it and you get a royalty. Because that happens all the time. We're seeing it on a shark tank. So just keep that in mind, guys, that you read these um, lines on these grants, what they're saying, these alleged grants, alleged. and that you're not dealing with venture capital um, situations where they're taking your company and, and doing things of that nature. So, Brittany, could you show them where they talked about, um, in other words, when they went ahead and gone ahead and... Um, broke down and i also with this arbitrary i see where they keep saying the these official rules if they i wanted to make this observation remember what i said about governing law if anything happens they're doing delaware right but this yep. arbitration part it contradicts the go the delaware law and here's what it says the arbitration must be held at the location in the state which the entrance principal place of business is located. Again, we're located in Texas. So in other words, what this is saying is if anything happens by to my company, because I'm located in Texas, even if even if that's true, even if like something happens and they have to do it in my place of business, is still under Delaware law right there. It says that right there. So although, yes, my, my company is in Texas, my name is in Texas, my brand, my brand is in Texas, I'm still under Delaware law. Regardless, because this is this is their rules. This is what they're saying. So yeah, although, although I'm in Texas and although I do everything by Texas law, everything about my life is in, in this state of Texas, I'm still governed because of this arbitration I'm still going to be governed by Delaware law. 
And then if you go down where it says there shall no there shall be no authority for any claims to be arbitrated. So pretty much I'm telling you, even though we're gonna go in this state to arbitrary, I come back in another point underneath that. Go back up, Brittany. Oh wait, where was with the highlighted the second point under the highlighted? There shall be no other authority for any claims to be arbitrated. So pretty much you ain't got no claim to arbitrate anyway. Like, oh, the arbitration must be held at your location, but we coming back and telling you that there shall be no authority for any claims to be arbitrated for otherwise disputed on a class or representative basis. So pretty much, um, I'm just telling you that because you think if you don't know how to read laws and contracts, that you have ability to be heard and go to arbitration in your state. But I'm coming back to let you know. Oh, anyway, you don't have no claim. You can't dispute anything. Why? Because you already signed that affidavit anyway. Yeah. So even if you somehow went to the courts and somehow sued them and somehow got seen, they're going to pull up that. Yeah. So um, we're not liable for anything. And they win their case. And you you left with nothing. And you can't join other people's way to say, hey, all of us who wrote, the, did this grant and apply, we was victims. You can't do a class action suit. Nope. Because you had 48 hours to withdraw from what you wanted to withdraw from. Or you sign what you need to sign. And at, the, at that point, they can make up any rules that they want to make up, guys. Even as so, the case is going, why? Because they put that in there. And the judge will allow it for that reason. Under Delaware law. So they already know that under Delaware. They know because they know if you, um, unless you're a resident of Delaware, they know if you're out of the Delaware state, like we're we're in Texas, I'm going to have to do some research on Delaware law to see what's what and what's not. And even, Mm -hmm. even then, I still don't have a dog in the fight. I still cannot win my case. And because they made it so... Even if you do sue us, you don't win your case. So it's it's one of those no point in trying type of things within like just you would in this in this case, you would just have to take the L, as they say. You would have to take it. So um just going back to just quickly going through the frequently asked questions on some of these. Can um, you go to the point where they just break down and layman's go ahead and tell you what they're asking for? Because they did all this, this fluff and then they. Uh, this is it right here. Because they kind of mentioned that same point that um, that same point about uh, women and founders, you know, uh, Black and Latinx founders, you know, the nearly 40%, like they already mentioned that. Um, but no, where they say, in other words, we're looking for a tech company for venture that you don't mind doing venture capital is something. In other words, like in lane is like what the this is it right here. Where do where do you go? Okay, right here. I think it's right here. Yeah, this is it. We are prioritizing applicants who are building companies with scalable business models. This means that the company has the potential to grow rapidly over a short period of time versus in uh incrementally and can or improve profit margin sales volume increase seeking seek venture capital funding as a part of their pathway to growth and it now, does say there now see that you're seeking when i apply for this in the beginning i'm seeking a grant that's what you're seeking 
this is this is a grant you didn't say i'm seeking venture capital see how they put that down here like you pretty much they telling you oh if you follow this this is really what you're seeking you're seeking venture capital funding and you're like no i'm seeking this 25k that you said was a grant not that that's going to help minority businesses expand and they're looking if your business is not rapidly increasing and making profits or scheduled to make it and you're doing it slowly they don't want you it, that's but they didn't put that out there part of we can we can pull out anytime because if you you know let's just say they want you to scale in two weeks and you may be scaling three that might be too slow for them so they would say basically thank you for your time we're taking our money but um here, here you go with these fees, here you go with these taxes, here you go with that, because that's what you're responsible for, but we're pulling our money out and we're going elsewhere. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah, but, and, um, and they can change the rules at any time, or they, that's what they say, oh, we're looking for you to scale by three, um, two weeks instead of three, but no worries, because I still wrap it. What we're going to do is increase the funding amount. We got you. She don't have all those taxes and you don't know at what stake of how many percentage of their company they're going to get. And go back up, Brittany, where you says, and many, but not all scale is achievable through the use of technology, including reaching a large number of customers and or delivering its product online. Being a software internet-based product, being physical product that can be scaled up through increasing manufacturing. In other words, if your business flows in a scalable model, they went ahead and just go ahead and tell you cost per customer one increase even if you gain 100 customers overnight see more examples below so it goes into the different what they're talking about the software software and download online content and curriculum the um you know this uh bank in switzerland you know their encryption services e-commerce line production franchising they're telling you that they're telling you that they're because these are the companies that they're looking for. But what about over here when they basically tell you, you know, they tell you this is a grant. They tell you it's a grant. Grant program official rules. But then down here, they tell you that not a grant, what they're looking for. But if you don't, like I said before, if you don't do your research and look into what these definitions are, you're going to think just by the surface, oh, it's a grant. Oh, this is 25K. I don't have to pay back. That's how they get you. And, and you didn't break down the scalability. Oh. They told you in here. And the more you go, they, they're outlining even extensive of what they're looking for. So they pretty much told you. So you like, well, then I really don't qualify based on that. So this will be a waste of your um, time. Now, Brittany, go to the point, because I didn't bring it up and I told him I would, where it give the ethnicity. Um, give me one second. I, I, I just saw this and I wanted to make, I wanted okay. to make a, a quick point. So it said, um, it says something about nonprofits. Okay, maybe not. But this one said for profit. So here is the question of it. Are nonprofits eligible for the grants? And it said, no, they're not. But my thing is this, if you already put for profit in there, everyone knows what a for profit is. 
So to me, that's a little confusing and still a play on words because they want to know if you're paying attention. Because up here, they did say it. They did mention for profit. It's right here. Be a for-profit company. But if you don't know what that means and you, you know, you don't understand the difference between the two, that's also where they get you. But um, you were, uh, go ahead. You were saying something. I'm sorry. Go back to the top where it was saying, like when you said nonprofit and it says women of color go back for profitable business. And then it says a minority business right here um no it has like the different ones outlined where it says you have to be requirements and a profit business a woman of color oh this this would be um this background information um this is their what they're asking you for and it was like 50 something questions but is this the one i think Mm -mm. I want you to go back where it says the requirement. So you have to be a minority business, black or women of color, um, woman owned, those requirements. All right, guys, they said that. Um, no I want to. Of color. Um, so I think it would have to be up here. I think it's right here where it says so. Right here where it says the president. Yeah. Yeah, so it was there, but you had just left there. So in other words, guys, you have to be a minority-owned, um, a woman minority-owned business, right? And, and, well, let me clarify. So they said you have to be Black or Latino, woman-owned business, and you can be, um, what they say, like at least 1% of that, like in your companies, like, or, or 50% of your company, um, is minority owned so that's like if it let's say me and my i have a friend and she's caucasian or whatever but i am we're 50 percent business well we can still go after this alleged grant here because of me being 50 percent minority um owned right or let's say um again like i made that analogy of if you're married and your husband is his company is geared for men in construction um, but yet I'm 50% owner, we can still go after that grant. But remember, it says Black or Latino. Okay, so that's key. Now go back down, um, females, founders. And I have to be the founder of the company. It's just like I can't be a employee, I have to be a founder. So those are key. So go down, Brittany, when it says the background information. I, I want to teach you guys a little something when they start saying this stuff that if you didn't know. Um, so, um, where it says like it's Asian. Oh, um, is, is this one? Yeah. So what race do you identify, select all that apply, right? How can you be more than one, but more than three actually? So this being said, you can be more than than one or what have you. But remember, guys, this is for any minority. But why would you put multiracial? If I'm multiracial, that means I'm 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 mixed with multiple different races that fit this criteria. Because you pinpointed and said black or Latino or minority women. 
right? Mm -hmm. So that's like you, your Pacific Islanders, multiple races that is not considered Caucasian, so minority. But by you putting white and let's say play on words right here, you like, why is white right here? Because you're a minority, even if you consider multiple races, let's say you have white, little white in you, but you got black and all that, you have a percentage that is eligible for this grant. So white shouldn't be here. Like everything really? else should be here. It shouldn't be here, right? And the reason white is listed here, so that lets you know this is not for, um, and remember they said Latinos, some Latinos on their descriptions sometimes say white, Right? And then why did they do that in funding? And then white, if you didn't know, for white women is considered disadvantaged or minority. So when you go after grants, when you see minority grants and you think, oh, just me, but know that there's white Caucasian women because they apply for that. When you look up the women and your businesses, uh, women-owned business is considered disadvantaged. If they're written into our legislators that way so they get these fundings that's why a lot of minorities don't get funded or these grants because that's who they predominantly going to and when you see the play on words and not to you know say on our latino family and friends but if you're going to identify as caucasian or white then why are you also getting i know that's the way that Caucasians have put themselves into the minority funding by saying, hey, y'all identify as white, go ahead and check that. So they say, how you know I'm not Latino or such and such, that's minority and they consider themselves white. So that's how they get some of this funding as well, guys. So know that. So when you're thinking you're getting funding for you, half of it is gone because of that. So they still dipping in. Mm -hmm. So this is where this is, and this is proof of that. When you see that, you're like, well, this is not my nerve that's there. And they didn't have to say identify such and such. You know, like you either going to have your certificate of minority or disadvantaged um, businesses, or if they want you to identify that to be specific, but why is that highlighted there? And then why did the definition at the top say highlight more than one? You don't have to do that. If you, that all apply. Because you can just hit multiple uh, multiracial <laughs> if you more than one thing that hits under minority. Yep. So that's another thing. Um, so for the background information, this is like a part of the questions that um, that they ask. Some of them pertain to what a funder would ask, but we're going. Um, we're addressing some that it's like you know a funder wouldn't ask so number four it says if selected as a grant recipient these are their words this is not a grant are you comfortable with bank in switzerland and their associated uh who they're associated with following up with you to understand how you use the grant and its impact on your business and remember guys that's what we told you they already told you that you're going to do that anyway to be to even be considerate that you that's another waiver you got to give that consent that they can do that that's one another waiver then you have to do another waiver that says that you you're not liable you're liable and not them for anything that happens with this grant these taxes all of that so those are two waivers you got to sign but they tell you you got to make sure you get their consent before you can say anything with their company and their likeness or whatever. 
And of course they're going to tell you no if they scam you. So <laughs> they, it sounds like you have a choice in this matter when you really don't, but that's what they, but cause if you just went through this application and you read the terms and conditions later, you would be like, oh no, what did I do? But because we did the reverse, we read the terms and conditions in the fre uh, frequently asked questions. Um, this is, you know, this is what, this is what it is. So you, to be honest, uh, you don't have, you don't, you can't say no. Right. And they give you the 40, well, they give you the 48 hours, people. They give you the 48 hours, you know. Uh, to make your decision that's, that's like their that's kind of like their loophole because like I said if you were to sue them and it's been past the 48 hour mark they're gonna win their case because that 48 hours gives you a chance to say you know what I'm good I don't need it but if you continue on and then you're like oh they're trying to take advantage of me and my company I'm gonna sue them you just messed up because they have they have your affidavit that you signed. They told you where you were responsible for everything. And whenever you go before the judge, the judge is like, uh, not sorry, but they win because they told you everything. Everything is right here. They told you yep. what they were going to do. And you signed off on it. So we, we go in favor of them. And even if you so, pull this up, even how we're just dissecting this, this is how they're going to dissect it. And they're going to say, you didn't read. Mm -hmm. So... Pretty much, they told you they're venture capital. They said you had to be comfortable to be with the venture capital investment. They told you they're a variable investment. When you look up what that is, that means they can get a high return on their investment and equity in your company. With and they have now say so in your company. We read the definition, so now they can tell you how to do your company. And they got high stakes in your company. When you start spending, because you may say, "Yeah," and I got the twenty five k. Then you start spending. And not knowing or they promising you more to push product because um, remember, it says it's a, a, re, a high return on investment because they usually give you a high above average uh, investment so they can get above average return, guys. Notice that your company's really good and it's a software that they like, oh, this is going to really bring in money and they putting, putting that money in there and more than 25K. Um, they're like, oh, we said 25K, but we know what? We like your idea. We're going to give you a little bit more because we see the potential and going to push you. And you're like, whoa, yeah, great. And then they're like, okay, this is how we're going to do it. You excited? And then they start, you start spending that money and they're doing that. You got to pay the taxes. And so pretty much whatever your um, profit is, you got to pay in taxes. Mm-hmm. If you got a profit, they don't buy you out and say, this is what we're doing because you don't longer have a say-so, remember? And they get equity. And they, you don't know how many investments because they said parties or agencies, excuse me, agencies as mean more than one. And they're already a, 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 a company of two, the person who's putting this out there in the bank. And so how much are they getting? So guys, keep that in mind. Read, read is fundamental. Knowing that and reading between the lines, what people are saying, because they got you with that minority, that 25K, and pretty much is not a grant. It's not even a loan. Yeah. Yep. So it's um, an investment. To, um, it is an investment, and you that you may have to pay taxes on. Um, so here's here's I know me. You will pay taxes. That's why they told you you're liable for taxes. 
Guys, this is the stuff I, I love, but this this is I sad. You may have to you may have to take you may have to pay taxes because you may have oh yeah 48 hour loophole got out in 48 hours. So that saved you. You don't have to pay taxes. Congratulations. But this is another this is another big indicator for me. What is your gender identification? The funder does not care about this. They don't care. They're not, go they're not going to ask you this. But what they will do is whenever they're doing a grant, they will specify who their tar target audience is, like I mentioned earlier. They're going to put in whenever they're um, having funds that they, they're trying to put out for a grant, they will say, um, like in the case of this, minority-owned males, minority-owned female business, or they will say, um, you know, businesses who who work with uh, the youth or um, businesses or, you know, projects where we're giving away a grant for um, $5,000 for youth mentoring programs between uh, for children between the ages of five and 12. And we're giving another one for um for teenagers between the age of 13 and 19. They're going to say all of that. They're not going to ask you what your gender identification is. They're going to specify in the details when you go through the grant and you know when you go through and see how much they're asking. So, and of course we went through this one already. So I'll bypass that. Yeah, and guys, this is also a way to market to you again because to target market you with marketing. Because you've already said this grant is alleged for minority women. So women founders. So you don't have to ask me what's my gender with this. If I put something else and when it comes to funding and I'm not who I say I am, then I don't get the money. Of course, according to you, your qualifications, which you really didn't ever say as official rules, because you said that can change at any time that the bank have to get their sponsor who's give So my thing is who's giving the money the sponsor so the sponsor is telling you they don't have to give you no rules forget who's putting this out here who's the money coming from and what are their requirements and stipulations and they've told you and they told you what they're looking at they're they trying to invest in your company for a stake in it as well as that you don't have any say that they have the say and just know that guys you just rather find someone that line up with your mission that likes what you do and you can go before them and tell how much you want their money for, for how much stake of your company versus giving a, so much of your company away for free or for good. And you getting hardly nothing less than the 25K. You probably be lucky if you even get the 23K that they try to say on average for your business. And when they get through with you, and uh, this is another thing. The funder doesn't care about your Instagram handle, your Twitter handle, your Facebook handle. They don't care about those. Now, they may, they may keep it to one. They may ask you for a Twitter. They may ask you for a LinkedIn, depending on the grant. But nine times out of 10, they're not going to ask you for all of your handles. Maybe no. your website, but not all of your handles because your handles are on your website as well. And yeah. then um, they're not going to want to know what year your company is founded because um, if you put that in there, 
that's that's one of those um it's at your discretion if you want to put that in there because you don't necessarily for example you don't have to say oh i founded my company january 2005 and this is what i need the money for you could say in there it's uh year 2021 we started 15 years ago you don't have to specify but this one wants you to specify and the funder won't ask you to do that if you well, well, okay so there's grants there has been a grant that was out there that asked like for your business that you of course you prove your ein number because they can look that up by your ein based on you know how long you've been in business or whatever um also just to prove that you're a legit business sometimes they ask you and this company hasn't this thing hasn't asked you to prove proof of your doing business ash or llc none of that but they want to ask you um how long you've been in business for and you're thinking like well if you putting the stipulation out there that you had to be um a company that, according to their definition, and a, a new company is a year or less, but they're saying established. So that means two or, or more. So then if you put in that stipulation out there, you should already know if I'm applying, I know I meet this requirement. So it's, it's kind of like an oxymoron of them going back and forth, saying one thing and changing it. Um, that's been a lot through this application, as you see. Mm-hmm saying one thing make it appear another to cover up something else if you gotta keep covering up stuff and saying hey this and with the legal you just rather find a group of investors say would you invest for x 10 percent in my company to do xyz and you get the and then dictate how much right of say do they have to say maybe they can do on marketing that they have more say but not as how you run your daily operations. Like you can outline those terms versus just letting somebody come in, overtake your company because they gave you some loot, some money. So guys, you gotta, to know everything that glitter is not gold, to protect yourselves out here, even with this money that's out here, just like people was going crazy with the PPP loans, you know, like, oh, this and this and this. And then they, they they getting caught up. Don't get caught up with the grant scene either. Make sure you're reading between the lines and what's required of you guys um, with these grants. That's why I hire you a grant professional that can help you. And if you just gun ho on doing it yourself or want us to review something, me and Brittany is here to review things for you if need be. Um, we have a you know cost for that if you want us to review. All right, guys, if you just you just don't know we gave you some key just in this analogy how to dissect um when you're looking at the narrative of a a grant or the not the narrative but the requirements how to break that down to see if you really fit the requirements and a lot more goes into reaching out to the funders and all of that as well um if you can like again knowing who this person is associated with that's where a grant writer comes into to play to help you guys but just know you you see what we were saying and it's targeting and we showed you what they said their target was this is the new norm and who they who cannot get access to capital and that's minority businesses and you see what they're doing to take over the decisions of your company get however much equity because they didn't specify but we know that's what they will get if they invest and they saying they can change the rules up at any time 
and you reliable for taxes and anything that they do what they give you and so you don't know what that profit margin if you have that so they pretty much taking over your company so right be under careful your nose. right under right your under nose. your nose and and who's gonna believe the distant franchise we know how this goes you got money you see how they already setting themselves up legally to win so guys you know keep going with that business do crowdfunding you know um get like-minded people partner with other businesses where y'all can take care of some of that responsibility with profit and um cost yep you better off doing it that way also uh just just to kind of wrap up here um where it's 38 and 39 it says 38 is what is your business biggest obstacle or challenge in your business that your business will face in 2021 they're not the funders not going to access because they don't they technically don't care because this is what your budget sheet is for they're not going to ask you any obstacles they're gonna they're gonna um they're looking for a pain point that you can address and they're also looking for um, how persuasive you are in, in that urgency. Like, why must they fund your, your, um, your organization or your project or your program? Why must they do that? So this is pretty much, this question here is irrelevant to a funder because they're not even they're not even looking at this. They're looking more of how many people you can service. If you service in your first year, 10 people, they wanna know by your second year, can you double, triple, quadruple that? By your fifth year, um, would you have like over a hundred people? That's something the funder, that's more or less what the funder is interested in. And guys, and when she say that, they're really not looking for that because I can see that. On the other end, if you ever review grants, you can see those holes in your stuff. What is your obstacles and challenges going to be? That's why if you tell me I need 30000 for this to do this, well, I know based on your budget that you're not going to be able to do that based on what you said in your narrative of your grant that you're saying, hey, these are the people that I service. This is what I did this year. And this is where I am with my my budget i can see that this this is going to be a challenge or i can see yeah you haven't maximized that you just need this push to get this funding to really service your area so i can see that in your budget so i don't necessarily have to see um that because at the end of the day it's all about numbers with growth and success in your business so um and i'm guessing that that's what they wanted to see here um but they just plain out told you that or the business they, obstacle because really they don't really care all they really looking at they're not looking at obstacles they're just looking at scalability did you make a profit within this this month how fast can you do it or turn around another profit with what you have already done that's all that they're really looking for so i don't know like she said i don't know why they would really tell you this here because that's not what they said that they're looking for again um what an investor would look for if not a funder yeah and um and even them they didn't even really say that because they're just looking for profitability profitable um things they didn't say like what challenges your business with who cares a lot of businesses may be um having legal issues with this but they still get a, a, a profit like oh my company we don't get this done and the, again you may say i need this 25k because we need to pay for expanding 
or I need to get this up to code with the fire marshal in this location. So we really need this grant for this so I can focus on more expansion. They might know what we're going to put this in is we see this product is doing X, Y, Z. <laughs> so we're going to put this here and go after that. Forget the fire marshal about to shut you down. We just need to do this to scale and then you can do whatever you want to do with that if you have enough, if we don't take over. Mm-hmm. So again, and if they're looking for your Instagram, some grants will ask for your Instagram with your followings to see how many people you are really impacting on what you said in the need base. Because um, you can use that as, hey, look how many people wanted my services. And they're saying, we need your services and this and how many based on people following me. So I need to expand. But they're not going to be looking at, like she said, your social media on the points of like, oh, let's see all these numbers. Like that's just if you're proving a theory with what you're trying to do with a specific grant. They may ask you that um, just to see if I'm giving you this money and you say operational costs, well, did you do anything to get your company out there for people to help you to help you push your brand for the nonprofit? So of course they may ask for social media with that, but it's dependent on the grant. And on this incident, they just want to know how many followers so it can be an easy turnaround and investment. Mm -hmm. Because we call it, if you got enough followers in your hub, you can sell them anything, tell them what you got going on with the relaunch that they can see, oh, this will be faster. Or no, we got to do more money with ads because they don't have enough following. Mm -hmm. But this is a great product. So there go that more money they shelling out to get you where you need to be. And that could be from five to $10,000. Just to see... $10,000 $10,000 in sales, you're going to spend $5,000 in advertising. So just keep that in mind, guys. So if I double another $25K just to see, then you'll know. So guys, just look after these things. We just wanted to present this to you so you will know um, that you're not dumbfounded and in, 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 in during headlights, headlights and don't know what's, what's going on. And the scribes have scribes you and let you see for yourself um what's really going on in these streets with these grants that you see popping up yes it's great but be careful just like the pp uh he was uh long was great and people went wilding out we you know we just want to like say wanna see you in strikes your ideas so <laughs> um but um anyways to the last one it says please elaborate your visit your um biggest obstacle or challenge in two sentences or less you that's going to be a part of the grant because mm-hmm. um the, it it kind of asks the same question uh because he just wants to know a little excerpt and then it says please select here because it's like a little drop down menu like a pre uh pre already answer that they already had so that has to be in a drop down list and then now they want you to elaborate on it and they give you um thousand word characters to do that so that's um that's another thing and that you know that was all for it so this is how when i say we're thorough this is what i mean we went through the Rent requirements or the um, terms and conditions. We went through the frequently asked questions and we went through the background. Now, like I said, this uh, in real time, this grant is or alleged grant rather, uh, this venture capital funding that they're claiming as a grant. This is it's one of those. If you know, if you apply for it, then you know. 
we're not, like I said, we're not bashing them. We're just, we're just um, saying that, hey, be on a lookout for this. Because these are like a play on words that it's, it's really kind of, to me, it's a little disturbing how somebody would be so willing to just like pretty much be like a sheep to the slaughter. You don't know what's on the other side of the door, but you like, all right, I got to get this. You know, they're on my side. They're going to get me in. But at the same time, you really don't know because you didn't you maybe you didn't know that you needed to do your due diligence and look look it over maybe it was too much wording but you know this is why I say I like to read so if if you're one of those people oh I hate reading I don't like this contact me contact Alexis we'll do the reading for you we can um you know if you want us to um get you started with grants this is a little bit of like in our back office what we do as grant writers we thoroughly check everything for this reason because we want to we want you to know what you're eligible for and what you're not and we're not going to waste time with that we're not going to be like okay well here's a grant for fifty thousand dollars but you're not eligible but let's try to work it out and make it make it so you're eligible and then months down later months down the line later on it's like oh you wasn't eligible and you're like well i told you that I told you that last year. I told you that six months ago. So this is exactly this is, and guys, this is on what we do. Exactly. And and like I have a service called the um grant review. So this is one of those things, extensive grant reviews um service were with my grant research. So this I mean, I do review your grants. But this is what we call extensive. This is going asking the founder questions, um, the grantor questions. We're going through all of this more extensive and have more than one, like Brittany and I, because it's good to have more than one eyes to make sure. And that's a part of making sure because that competitiveness. Grants are competitive. So we want to make sure you have the right narrative. So that's an extra service I add with the grant writing or the research. Because after we do the research and I get you the top three grants, we do 100 to 50 to the top three. And then we do. I take those threes, reach out to the funders, have them have meetings with you to talk as well as your organization, as well as we go through this process that we understand to give you a higher percentage of um, winning the grant. Again, you know, like there's certain key points and sometimes they're not. So me and Brittany work close together. So again, if you're in this situation and Brittany does this with her a la carte packages as well. So guys, we add that in there. So, and yeah. we love working together as well. So reach out to us, you I know, would, if you need uh, help with this. I would put this in there as well. This is, um, I'm almost there guys, almost there. But this is what they teach us because um, pretty soon, on top of this grant writing thing, I will be a, a certified paralegal. So this is one of the things that they teach us in class. Look, relook, read that document over and over and over. If there's any discrepancy with this document, notate it. 
you know, because that's another thing. We have to write documents. Sometimes uh, the documents do have errors and our, that's what our professor wants to do. They want to see if, hey, did you did you locate this error? Yeah, there's a ton of them, but did you locate them all? Or did you do, at least if you didn't do all of them, did you do the majority? Or did you, whenever you uh, formulated your, your, the structure of your um, deposition questions, or your interview questions, what did you do? So this is kind of ties into it. And this, this is honestly what I love to do. Now, um, that, like I said, that's, that's just for me. That's my disclaimer. Um, can't yeah, and that's what we like know. <laughs> that's why we know with that when it came to the lingo of that part. And if you read any contracts, guys, depositions, legal, um, if you're in business, Mm-hmm. Yeah, arbitrary, and um, you need to know that if a lawsuit happens, where is it going to be at? What's the arbitrary agreements? Do I line up with that? That's the first thing you need to drop to. And then everything else in between to see if it meets your standards. So you can, a contract, guys, can be negotiable. Know that two parties have to be um, on agreements for a contract to be even um, valid. So if you don't, you go ahead and go with that pen and say, I don't agree with this, write this in and say, hey, let's make the changes. And whoever drafted up originally will make those changes where it's, um, you know, fair on both parties in. And then you, now you guys go through it and say, hey, that's why a lot of times you have to have that memorandum of agreement or understanding in place. And then you guys draft up your contract and then finalize it. So to get that understanding, like if you say, we're going to go in business, we're going to do this. Well, let's see who's responsible for what, what the cost going to look like, break down all of that great stuff. Mm -hmm. So they can know and go from there. So, and then y'all like, oh, I'm in agreement. Then y'all sign that. That's, and then as stuff unfold as you work, then you can put certain stipulations in there and then draft up the final and you're good. But guys know that with your contract you would you both because you're sitting down and talking about it you guys would stick to that you wouldn't be like this where you're changing it as you go oh well we (laughs) did say this over here but we gonna change it anyway yeah they did sign their signature but we did say we can change it anytime that they want that we want so that's what we're gonna do next a contract is a um, a legal binding agreement, or it could be used as a legal binding agreement between the two parties, but it doesn't change after signatures, after dating it, after getting to work on it. It does not change versus this, what they're doing. You have to have an affidavit and they're telling you per their contract or per their um their non-official official rules that they could change at any time. That's very dangerous because you don't know um you you don't know what they may not be telling you because they could tell you oh we're gonna do this this and this but according to the the document they only told you on the surface they didn't tell you anything else underneath that and should you sue or get sued by them then all of that would come out and you would be liable for all of that because that's what the judges don't see your signature there that affidavit their terms, their rules, their terms and conditions, and you said, okay. Yeah. And guys, just for the sake of record, sometimes people think, oh, it wasn't notarized. If two signatures are ingredients to something that's on there, it doesn't have to be notarized. And, and yes, black and blue ink 
is preferable. But let's say you this person had a purple pen and you got their signature. A signature is a signature. So I don't want y'all to sit here and be thinking otherwise. Cause I know someone who like, oh, I signed it in purple. Like that didn't change the fact that you signed it. Oh, it wasn't that's, how, that's another thing that people try to do. Oh, well, it don't it's not legal and binding if I sign it in red ink. Yeah, it is. That's your signature. Doesn't matter what color. They prefer it that way. So it's whenever they make copies, it's easy to, you know, it's easy to read on the copy. But if you don't, that's still your signature. That's still a legal binding agreement. And you, the judge will still judge that. So, yeah. Yep. For all you people. Or, oh, now notary just, just enforce it even more so. But if not, it's still enforceable. It's two signatures that came in. Two people came into agreement as long as it's dated and signed. Because you, one of you guys are a witness. And that's what a notary does. A notice is like witnessing that... You're witnessing that the notary signs it just like they're witnessing that you sign it. So you would, if you don't have a second party, like of another party to sign it, and you should because it's a two-person contract, then that's kind of what the notary would be sort of for to that, okay, you sign this and they watched you sign it. So they're signing it. But other than that, yeah, a notary would basically enforce a two-person signature. But you both, when you sign the contract, are witnessing each other sign a contract. And that's that's the same even if it's electronic, like hello sign or DocuSign. You may not be physically there, but it's the fact that they signed it and right underneath them, you signed it. So it's- And even better, with, like you said, with DocuSign, because I have to send it to your email. If that's legal, your email, and they choose such and such, um, send that to- um, if you send the contract over via email, that's their email. If you have correspondence back and forth with that person or even text messages that they acknowledge the contract, whether they say, well, I'm out of the contract. If a person acknowledges that they're out of a contract, that means they're in breach. Because if this contract is binding for seven years and you pop up a message and say, well, I don't care about this contract. I'm out of this contract. That's not how a contract works. So you just acknowledge the fact that you are aware of the contract and that you breaching it. Because you didn't give, if it's no clauses on how you do that to get out the contract or 30 day notice or two year notice, or if it's no breach, you can't get out of it is until the seven year, then you bound by that contract. And you think that when you're doing stuff, guys know what your stipulations are. Cause don't be like, oh, this not valid. And then we get that lawsuit. Cause people sometimes give you enough chance to hang yourself. Then you like where did that come from? Or such and such. Yeah. I'm surprised. I never knew about that. That's what we were saying about them changing the rules. Because they could be telling you one thing and have a whole set of rules behind them, you know, (laughs) and they'll pull that out in the court of law. I've I've witnessed that before. And that's why they said official rules. They kept saying the official rules. So you're like, what? That's like Tommy saying, I'm going to work. El Martin and many Martin lovers out there that watch Martin show. And they he tell me I'm going. It's like, what job, man? You ain't got no job. That's the same thing. And they were talking about official rules. What official rules? You don't have no official rules. Or like, like Tommy said, like when they say, uh, what's your job? I already told you, you know what I do. They're like, you never told me you never told me Tommy like yeah I did (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, it's 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 known but unknown. Like you know he got money because he's working somewhere, but where you don't know because you like well he's here too at the same time. It's just like those rules that they set for the stipulation for the grants. But again, they say our sponsor. So they have a sponsor that is giving them money to fund this grant that they're going after. Like, it's like, guys, if you a nonprofit organization or a business and you say, I want to give scholarships out to kids and us banks say, you know what, we're going to sponsor that and give you the funding for that. This is a criteria. The bank agrees with the criteria, but the bank like, oh, no, I, don't, I can change it up at any moment. So the Billie Jean house can't dictate anything because they don't have any money but um we're gonna say cd bank i hope there's no cd banks out there not trying to just say anything against those banks it's just a hypothetical made up in the air says oh no i don't want this to happen with this person or this and you're like well we said for minority that's why i i reached out to you to be a sponsor i want to help minority businesses or minority kids get scholarships and they're like yeah yeah that's good, but you know, we're gonna put this Caucasian kid in here because they're part of the disadvantage of this. And you like, huh? Yeah, yeah. That's by law definition, they fit right in there. So this is really who I want to get funded. So that defeats the purpose, guys. They just need to have the sponsor, the, the Switzerland bank, come forth and say, This is what we give it and what we're requiring. And they like, we deny, 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 deny. My my thing is this also, if if there's people out there who are looking for venture capital opportunities, that's who your target audience is, not people like us who need the grants, because we know we can't pay back, most of us, we know we can't back, pay back a thousand, let alone 25,000. So we just like, all right, if you give me this grant, excuse me, that I know I don't have to pay back, I'm, I'm good. And then I'm spending it the way I told you I was going to spend it because this is what I need to run the programs, you're good. But in this instance, should you go with it, even if you tell them I need to spend ABC, they're going to say, oh yeah, that's cute, that's nice, but um, you're going to spend this like we say. You're going to buy what we tell you to buy because we're trying to um, we're trying to make this scalable. We're trying to, you know, we're, we're trying to get the people in. So Yeah, they may change your whole brand up because to be able to say scalable, you may be scalable, but it could be even better with your name change, something simpler, or the colors change because there's psychology that goes behind colors. And you may like, I don't care about that. This is this color because it's sentimental because my grandma wore this color and she motivate me to do this business. They don't care nothing about all of that because they have to say so with their money that they're investing. Mm -hmm. And so that's how it is. He who have capital like, um Growing up, that's what my mom would always say when I was like, mom, buy this. Or, oh, McDonald's. Oh, that was that. Or no, mm -hmm. it was Wendy's for us. It was Wendy's. Oh, mom, take me to Wendy's. Well, do you have Wendy's money? Well, I guess she's going to eat whatever's in the refrigerator. <laughs> yeah. Because you're going to get whatever I put out there and tell you. And you, just like the you can't tell a person who's giving you money that you have nothing what they're going to get in return for their money for helping you out. That's just how that goes, guys. And it's sad to say. But again, you're not out here trying to do, it says who... 
it, it lure you in by saying who may be open. Remember, they said who may be open to venture capital. Then at the end, it said basically you need to be doing venture capital and let me yeah, invest like, in this. Like that's what I wanted to show you guys: the contradiction between the terms and conditions or grant requirements and the frequently asked questions. Because they're saying they're basically kind of you know patting you a little bit. Oh, we. If you have an idea, if you're a new company, yeah, we, we can take you. But then on the frequently asked questions, as you saw, no, no, you need to be already in business. You need to be scalable. You need to have this in the first place. And, um, you know, they don't take nonprofits, but that's that's the grant. They they do help nonprofits just like they help for profits, just like they help small businesses. But, you know, there's grants out there for that covers all of that. And, you know, you know, me, Lexus, your girls, we got you on that. We know we, you know, we we know where to find those. So if you contact us, oh, I got a small business. We got one for you. If you, you know, if you're trying to start um, uh, logistics, for example, we got we got something for you. We got something for everybody. But at the same even time, even if you're going after contracts, like if you're going after you're government contracts and you're in business, yeah. you know, so, we we do that as well. So. We we do that. So we have we really literally can honestly say that we have grants for everyone. And yep. it's just one of those things. If you had something that we never heard of before and you telling us, oh, I know there's grants out there for that then yeah, we would want to look and see before we say, nope, there's no grants that doesn't exist. You lied. We're turning you away. No. Okay. I never heard of this thing, but if you say there's a grant for it, okay. That puts me to the challenge. That puts me to the test that, you know, that makes me get out there and find it. And also spread the word. Like we are like, Hey, did you guys know that there's grants for this um, thing that was non-existent, but it, it exists. It actually does. And here's how you can, you know, here's how you can do it. So, um, so uh, just to wrap up that I'm, I'm glad we had this episode because, you know, like I said, that's what we do. We push you on game. We scribe you to this because we, you know, this is not something that we're out here just calling ourselves grant scribes. We're not out here just saying that we, uh, we know, we know the ins and outs, how to write grants, as you can see, this is something in our back office that we we do. If not, if not me, then Alexis. If not Alexis, then myself. Or if not, mm -hmm. if not us as individuals and us together, because we do partner on projects from time to time. Because if I don't have one part of the component and she does, that's where we partner. So yep. but other than that, yeah, guys. And we have a team. Remember, I told you this is a, a team sport. Other grant writers out there, um, our mentorship. So you always should have a mentor in the background helping you. I don't care how far along you are. That's way further than you because things may come up that you didn't know. Like you always need that advice with someone around you to continue to grow in your skill set, your craft. And we take pride in that. And that we don't like when people try to take advantage of of people, and that it just boils our blood when we seen this and we say that's our next podcast. We're gonna talk about this. I was just because like, we gotta help our people. Like, come on, because that's where they're targeting Ooh. minority businesses. And think about it, you don't have like they mention it. It's like they're laughing. Like, yeah, you don't have enough capital, so come on, let me do this. You know, you don't. Let me help you. This is what we're really looking for. 
and they don't really tell you in the beginning because if you're a service like they don't say certain software and, and things of that nature you know they they just hint to so you're getting your hopes up you you're out here searching times are hard businesses are getting um hit and that's why these grants are out here um with the COVID um grants and these other grants to help businesses right to help position you but at the same time guys be mindful and watch like scriptures say watch as well as pray watch out for these details don't always think everything just like oh he put this in my lap but you know read people because the saying says if you want to hide something for you know put it in a book and you know you guys are not <laughs> reading some of these things or people are just you know capitalizing on your uh, disadvantage or the lack thereof that you may have and there's grants out there that can definitely help you that are for businesses that really is going to give you what they said they're going to give you and you can meet those requirements instead of venture but now you know how to spot a alleged air quotes air quotes grant that is is a uh, venture capital is funding is hiding behind a grant that sheep and wolf uh, wolves and sheep clothing type thing so now you know what to look for keywords how to dissect and we'll go and do a workshop guys as well on this how to really take um a requirement or for a grant and how to break it down and begin to do your own narrative and we tell you how to use that to your advantage when because we said this grants are competitive right so if you can get something from the narrative that they already give you, the narrative that the funder has for you, and use that to your advantage and put it in your proposal, that's that's one way that you win. So yeah, we can tell you how to do that. We do it all the time. Okay. We do <laughs> okay. That's why we scribing y'all on gay. So I'm your girl Lexi signing. Oh well, let me give you my handles. So of course, guys. You if you want to find, <laughs> yeah, but you know, I forget all the time because to me, when I do this show, that's important. But really, when I do this show, is to get this information out to those who don't have um, the opportunity or want to learn about grants or just lost in the sauce and need some help and guidance. Um, so that's really more important in a sense. But I do love what I do, guys. And if you want to patronize my business, that's a blessing. Or me and Brittany's business, or us together, that's awesome sauce. So my contacts is, you can reach me by grantsbylexi at gmail.com. Again, that's grantsbylexi at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at grantsbylexi. Um, you can also find me on LinkedIn at grantsbylexi, as well as my website is grantsbylexi.now.site. This again, grantsbylexi.now.site. Um, guys, and if you have questions or comments about this episode, want to see more things on the episode, workshops that you may want to see from us, please hit us up at ladygrantscribes at gmail.com. Again, that's ladygrantscribes um, with the S at the end <laughs> um, at gmail.com. So put your inquiries there, or if you want us to review something, um, a grant, please hit us up there as well. Um, again, I'm signing off. I'm your girl, Lexi. Thank you for tuning in. Just know that you're great. Know that there's opportunities out there. Just use wisdom, guys.
So I'm giving it over to Brittany. Yep. So my turn. So uh, for Write the Vision Plainly, that's all my handles. Um, it's the uh, first letter of, it's the first letter of each word. So write the vision plainly. Um, my phone number, like call me for consultation. Um, the first 15, 30 minutes are free. And then um, after that, it's, uh, it's an hourly charge because I charge for the hour. Um, that's 346-291-4592. That phone number again is 346-291-4592. I am on Instagram and Facebook at WTVPLLC20. My uh, my website um, is also a now site, so it's WTVPLLC.now.site. Again, that's WTVPLLC.now.site. I am... Um, I'm also on LinkedIn at WTVP, um, you know, for Lady Grant Scribes. We're on, we're on Facebook at uh, um, facebook.com slash LGSP21. On Instagram at Lady Grant Scribes Podcast. And on Twitter at Lady Scribes. Our, um, as she said, our email is ladygrantscribes at gmail.com. And mine for Write the Vision Plainly is WTVPLLC at gmail.com. So, you know, contact us, get to know us, talk to us, connect with us socially. Let us know about this, uh, about this episode. Like, if, you know, if you guys really enjoyed it for, um, for audio listeners, if you're listening to this um, just on audio only, we uh, we're actually going to put the video on our um, on our YouTube channel for Lady Grant Scribes. I'm gonna put a snippet of it on mine for uh, for uh, my Grant's channel. But yeah, just find us locate us, notify us, and you'll also see the snippets on our Facebook and Instagram. And also we have, um, if you if you didn't know, we have Lady Grant Scribes Facebook group. The link for that would be in the description post below. Also, we do have our Accelerated Grant Workshop that's coming up on the 18th. That's in three days, guys. So, so we can't wait to see you there. So yeah. Um, register at Eventbrite. If you uh, payment options, where we still have the floor open for payment options, email us at ladygrantscribes at gmail.com for that. Um, but to pay full price, go through Eventbrite. And also, we, um, I think that's about it. Is that it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you do our Twitter where you can find us at Twitter? Yes, at Lady, at Lady Scribes on our Twitter handle yep yep and so guys i forgot to give you guys my phone number it's 214-994-9452 and that's 214-994-9452 i think that's it guys you have been scribed appreciate you tuning in time after time you guys are awesome um i speak prosperity over you continue blessings be well guys don't forget to have the money matter talks with your peeps Mm -hmm. and um share the wealth sharing is caring so please share 
these episodes share 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 um that it be a blessing to other people he told you you can stalk us now he told you so (laughs) permission to stalk us so y'all need to be in our dms like hey hey what episode you got going on next uh depending on about grants only though about grants only though (laughs) a little disclaimer about grants only y'all can welcome to stock (laughs) let me specify because i don't want y'all like you said stock you grants only guys yes Um, about grant stuff about i don't need you to be going on about so i saw you um you know i i saw where you live i was at the mcdonald's that you just left and i saw you at the ross around the corner i'm gonna be like all right no that's not what we mean we mean for grants only we mean on our socials hit us up you know make a suggestion if you if you have any like comments concerns like uh if you have topic for our next show then yeah or if it's not the next one, it's going to be a topic discussed, then yeah, we would love to hear from you. But uh, please, please keep it to grants. Please, please. Thank you. Thank you. Yep, thank you. We're, we're signing out. We love you guys. All right. Deuces. Bye.